0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Can Mayonnaise Kill a Jedi podcast. I am your co-host Hannah,
1: and I am your main host, the artificial dragon. And welcome to episode 32 of a Can Mayonnaise Kill a Jedi podcast. Um, I gotta say, um, we're getting this much closer towards 50 episodes. I'm kind of flabbergasted in a strange way.
0: Yeah, it's just it's getting closer.
1: Yeah. Um. But today. Um, so I will go real quickly with a Patreon, as usual. Um, thank you to everybody that has been supporting the podcast as of late. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you for the support that you give, whether it's leaving a like. So do um, I. Yeah. Um, whether it's uh, leaving a like for the videos, leaving a comment, subscribing, and, you know, contributing to the Patreon. And We always love uh, your contribution and the support that you bring to our channel. Um, And real quickly for our Patreon, um, for any of you that want to contribute in more ways than simply leaving a like, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash canmail. Once again, it's patreon.com slash canmail. And for any tier you contribute to, you'll have immediate access to our Discord server where you can talk Star Wars memes, uh, share topics, discuss Star Wars lore, and give us general topic suggestions or just... Have a fun time with us. Yeah, it's Uh, been a
0: pretty fun time.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, really fun. I've been uh, loving... All the photos that everybody shares, especially their Star Wars lore experiences, their Lego collections, you know, the whole shebang, the whole nine yards, all that stuff. Really appreciate it. I've been having a lot of fun, especially with a uh, certain somebody's uh, Mandalorian OC. You know who you are. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But yeah. um, And
0: the guy who literally helped you create the IEGO arc.
1: Yep. uh, When that
0: video will be uploaded, we don't know.
1: Yeah, um, I I still got a lot to scrub through. It's got this? It's like 12 hours of audio to listen through. <laughs> oh,
0: it's, gone, it's, it's two episodes now, right?
1: Uh, Going to be three episodes, even though that previous session was a little bit shorter, but still a lot to listen through.
0: Yeah. Good luck on that.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. Always for the, uh, the
0: Just be sure to stock up on coffee and I think you'll be good.
1: Why do you think I have Deaf Wish coffee in my cabinet? I see <laughs> But yeah, um. So back on topic. For any of you Patreons that are interested in contributing to our highest amount of ten dollars, we do have Patreon art pieces, and this month we have the uh, Chiss spy, yet to give her a name. Uh, haven't reached that road yet, but she's got. For the now, we'll thighs. call her Blueberry. Yeah, we'll call her the Blueberry. Yeah, we'll just call her <laughs> the Blueberry. But aside from her, you'll also have access to our previous. Patreon art pieces, like, for example, our Kamari Vosa one, our Dothamaria Night Sisters and all that. And um, Night Brothers. Yeah, Night Brothers. Um, Count Dooku, Lord Vitiate, and yeah, I'll uh, let you guys take a look if you're interested. But anyway, um, now with that all aside, I appreciate everybody's support, regardless if it's, you know, subscribing, Patreon. Or just simple comments. I always look even liking all the, the video. Yeah,
0: that gets us more on the algorithm.
1: Yeah, it really helps, especially with how YouTube operates nowadays, which yeah. is bullshit. But yeah, what very, can you do? Very
0: bullshit. But <laughs> hey, we appreciate every single one of you.
1: Yeah, exactly. So with that out of the way, um, Hannah, you probably know what uh today's episode is going to be about. Yep. Yeah, the uh, menace that uh. Made you guys shit your pants for one session.
0: After rolling a fucking hundred on (laughs) a D-hundred.
1: Yeah, I I keep on listening through the uh, audio of that uh, episode. I'll probably put a clip in here later, but the pure (laughs) terror... That you embody just, yeah. Yep. <laughs> when you saw that D100 was priceless. God, I
0: thought I was gonna shit myself. <laughs> like, no! Oh, wait, wait what happened? Oh, no! <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. What'd you roll for? That's a, that's a
1: 100. <laughs> wait. What are, you
0: rolling, are you, what
1: are you rolling for? Bounty hunters? <laughs> yup. No! But yeah, for context for everybody else, um, today we will be talking about. The, the alien, the myth, the legend, Dirge.
0: Or as I call them, Space Deadpool on crap.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, I know I uh, I uh, used that as a comparison for the longest time, ever since I mentioned him briefly in our Grievous episode. Mm-hmm. But, no. A better comparison, ever since I've been doing some research on him, a better comparison with Dirge is with... Uh, He's got the similar vibes to uh slasher movie villains like Jason Voorhees, oh, um, yeah, Michael Myers, uh, Freddy Krueger, but I have my own personal gripes with Dirge, but I'll probably say that for the end of the episode. But uh um going through the research, um Dirge is just one of those uh, very popular uh, legends characters. Um in all in all honesty There's not too much to him. He's just a big, hunky, scary bounty hunter dude who will absolutely wreck your shit.
0: We are lucky we did not get our shit too wrecked.
1: Yeah, he barely lasts over a round.
0: (laughs) Thank God.
1: Only... Only because one of your play- one of my players had a uh, seismic charge that's designed to destroy starships.
0: Hey, it worked. <laughs> that's the only way we survived.
1: Yeah, um, but anyway, let me uh stop talking about uh the d session because we'll let the fans watch that later. Um Let us go into the main meat or muscles of this episode. Um, so as I mentioned before, Dirge is kind of just one of those popular Legends characters and is feared within Legend in the Legends universe of Star Wars, and a lot- I, there's a video out there, I believe it's by the Lore Master. Have you ever watched the Lore Master?
0: I think so, I'm not too sure.
1: Okay, he's still a prominent YouTuber who does, like, brief videos on Star Wars lore and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have came across his pictures, uh, one of his videos, actually was the origin of a Can Mayonnaise Kill a Jedi uh, meme. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, I gotta check that out.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, specifically the What Weapons Can Kill a Jedi video, I believe. It's buried in there somewhere. It'll take a while for you to find it.
0: Oh, right, right. I think you sent me the screenshot. Yeah, yeah, I did. But yeah, that's cool.
1: But anyway, point is, so I believe there's like a video out there by the lore master. It could be somebody else. I I will probably correct myself later, but... There's a video where it literally says, Dirge, the most powerful bounty hunter in the galaxy. That sort of thing. Yeah. But, uh, let me see. So...
0: fucker's terrifying. He
1: is very terrifying. Um, so Dirge, he... (laughs) You'll probably see this as a trend with a lot of good villains in Legends canon. Um, he was introduced in the Clone Wars micro-series alongside Grievous and Asajj Ventress. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like those, um... People, uh actually funny enough, Dirge was originally gonna be reintroduced in a newer Clone Wars TV show. Really? Yeah, but uh so long story short, they conceptualized him as basically a normal ass human, which kind of takes away the the uh his origins and everything like that. Merely yeah. because <laughs> merely because of budget constraints and they didn't because his out outlandish Alien physiology would be way too expensive for them. Yeah, everything.
0: it would probably be hell to animate.
1: Oh, yeah, especially with all those individual tentacles and everything. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's the reason why they made him a human instead, who's just this big, chunky-looking human in this huge suit of armor and everything. But then, uh, I believe Dave Filoni was all like, eh, I don't want to butcher dirge fervor by turning him into a human. So... I'm going to scrap that entirely and make a new Bounty Hunter character. Fair enough. Yeah. So he went through like several designs. Like I believe at one point it was going to be a Nazi scientist or something like that. Oh, wow. And even George Lucas uh, came in and suggested uh, doing a character design that was inspired by uh, spaghetti westerns and everything. Mm -hmm. And eventually they created a new character and that's how uh, Cad Bane was made.
0: That is so fucking cool.
1: Yeah, it is so cool.
0: I love hearing about, like, creative process- processes like that.
1: Yeah, and I am thankful for that, because Cad Bane, as you, as everybody on the podcast knows very well, is one of my most favorite villains in all of Star Wars. Yep. So, good on you, Dave Filoni. Um, some of the decisions you make are kind of weird, but I'll forever thank you for introducing Cad Bane. But anyway, um, so enough of... So f- briefly dirge was going to be introduced in the clone wars series and then they just scrapped him and everything
0: made total sense because the budget was probably not as bountiful no
1: no i mean if you look at just compare modern day clone wars with the first season of a clone wars and it's night and day yeah (laughs) but yeah um that's just one thing i appreciate but anyway Behind-the-scenes stuff aside, let me actually get into the main meat of Durge and his story. So, as we all know, Durge is a member of a race called the Gendai. Gendai, there's a lot of different pronunciations I've heard. But a lot of people generally call them the Gendai. G-E-N apostrophe D-A-I. Yeah. So, the Gendai, you probably encounter them once or twice in a SWTOR campaigns.
0: Yes, he was... I want to say Narshada, but it might have been Hoth.
1: No, um, so there are multiple Jendai characters. Like, there's one on Narshada. His name is The Flame, um, mm-hmm. and he leads a resistance resistance movement against the Imperials because they destroyed his home planet. You know that sort of thing. Okay. And uh, yeah, they're just. Uh, <laughs> it's funny enough. Um, the Gendai are actually a bunch of pacifists. Really. Yeah.
0: I remember one being, like, undying. Yeah. I think that was Hoth, where he had to, like, sabotage his armor to kill him. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's all I remember.
1: Yeah, it's kind of ironic because a majority of Gendai that you encounter are not pacifists. Yeah. (laughs) And Dirge was actually the uh, original um, character that was an introduction to the Gendai race. Like, Shakti was for the Degruda, and uh, Fortuna was for the Twi'leks. That's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, so Durge was born 2,000 years before the start of a Clone Wars.
0: He's fucking ancient.
1: He is really ancient. He was He's
0: rough. older than Yoda.
1: Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. He is older than Yoda. And fucking Yoda's Jabba. Yoda's only
0: 800.
1: Yeah, and Jabba the Hutt, who's like uh, around the same age as Yoda, yeah.
0: Good God. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's been anyway. around for a while.
1: Yeah, he's been around for a while. He's been around since the Sith were still around kicking ass and taking names. Yep. Um, so, yeah, he was born 2,000 years before the Clone Wars and everything. Um, he is said to be of exceptional physical age, at an early age, amongst the Gendai. Um, And unlike most of his people, he possessed an aggression uncharacteristic amongst his people. Um, and... He, like most characters in Star Wars, it doesn't go into his background or anything like that. Like, we don't know his childhood, we don't know what his living situation was, that sort of thing. is mm-hmm. just kind of vague, oh, he was there, so, blah, 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 you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And eventually, he saw a bunch of bounty hunters in action, and he thought, I'm down, man. I'm down with being a bounty hunter. Fuck the pacifist lifestyle, I want what they're doing.
0: <laughs> just insert Rick and Morty, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs>
1: I fucking uh, i i've never watched any of uh, Rick and Morty. I mean, watch I watch clips. I watch clips every once in a while, but I love that meme so much. You son of a bitch! I'm in. Yep. <laughs> love that meme so much. Um, but anyway, um, so eventually he would wander the galaxy, and he would get different mentors over the years and everything. Mm-hmm. Though one particular individual, um, is goes by the name of Jing. Um, if you, he's actually a former Mandalorian, and I'll send you a picture of him real quickly. There's, like, very scarce pictures of him, but I remember him from a comic and everything. Okay. Yeah, so Jin, um, Jeng. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but point is, he is his... Closest mentor, and they—he was a former Mandalorian. He actually was a uh, former member of a Mandal- Mandalorian Neo Crusaders. Oh wow! And even at that general time frame, Jeng would have been well over uh twenty five hundred years old.
0: Good God!
1: So um, and if I—it didn't come to me until later, but if you look at the guy, he looks like a uh, living mythosaur you know, he's a got the really curling horns and everything. Just like the uh, the uh, mythosaur symbol that all Mandalorians wear.
0: Oh, yeah. I could see it.
1: Yeah. Um, I just thought that was a nice little detail. That I is a nice detail. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it didn't come to me until I saw him for myself. But anyway, um, so point is, Jeng and Dirge, they grew this really close bond. And Jeng, he kind of grew di- a huge disillusion with the Mandalorians. Like, they were ones that's powerful honorable warrior race, but now they're turning into a bunch of mercenaries and he's like, fuck you guys, you lost your honor, I'm going to do my own thing, that sort of thing. Okay. And he took Durge under his apprenticeship to, and they pursued bounty hunting together and everything. Um, and then eventually one day, there was this scientist, we don't know his name, but he reached out to both Jang and Dirge. He was like, hey, um, I am a cyberneticist, I could give you top of the line equipment, technology, mm-hmm. armor, cybernetics, whatever, um, because you guys will probably need it and I'll need your services for later. And Jing and Dirge decided okay, things are changing. The galaxy is in fucking turmoil from the war between the Sith and the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to need to adapt. We're going to need better technology. We're going to need better weapons, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. we're going to accept and go to this scientist. Um, so we go to the scientist, and both of them undergo heavy cybernetic augmentation. Like, uh, Dirge turned out to be the most problematic because, uh, you know, um, Gendai physiology, um, most of the cybernetics that was grafted into his skin would just be healed over because of his physiology and everything. Oof. Yeah, but eventually, um, Dirge and his master got their cybernetic upgrades and everything, and I'll That's sh- cool. and I'll show you a picture of Dirge when he was really, really young. Um, yeah, he he doesn't get gets his gains until much, much later in his life.
0: Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> He's just standing there, like hello,
1: hello. <laughs> And then eventually, um, he goes through the cybernetic augmentation. The scientist decides to test their abilities and everything like that. And he unleashes them against his other, um, his, uh, other test subject, who was this woman who is basically 75% robot. And, okay. you know, they do their sparring session and everything, just generally testing out their, uh, new armor and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then afterwards, before they could do any real damage, um, the scientists are like, okay, I don't want you to destroy each other because I need you to protect me from a bunch of Mandalorians that are after my ass. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then, like, literally a couple minutes later, after the scientist tells them about what's going on, um, the fucking Mandalorians fucking Kool-Aid man through the wall and <laughs> start gunning down of these guys. And
0: Is that where Dirge gets it from?
1: <laughs> Probably. I would not <laughs> doubt it Fuck at it. all. I mean, he was trained by a former Mandalorian, so probably. Oh God. <laughs> the point is, um, so these Mandalorians are loyal to this individual Mandalorian. It's not really uh relevant, but I'll try and pronounce his name anyway. Oong um, he's like a random Mandalorian that uh that a uh, master said "fuck you," um, and the Mandalorians were all like, "You shouldn't have abandoned us, Jing." You should not have abandoned the Mandalorian warrior culture. And they were able to fight back against the Mandalorians. But after they have their little reprieve, one of the Mandalorians just yeets a detonator right in front of them. Oh, and shit. it knocks everybody unconscious. And... Um, Jing was at the Mandalorian's mercy, and they have their little exchange, like, you guys are ruthless mercenaries. That's the reason why I left the Mandalorians in the first place, and the Mandalorians were like, well, fuck you, we're going to kill you anyway. And then Dirge comes out of unconsciousness, and he goes into his unstoppable rage, because he thought he saw his master die before his eyes. Like, he literally tears apart a door and uses it as a makeshift club against these Mandalorians. Oh, wow. And, and the remaining survivors were just looking at him, and he's like, run, otherwise I'll go after your ass.
0: Yeah, sh- <laughs> shit your pants moment.
1: But fortunately, his master was still alive, just very That's barely. Good. Um, And Durge basically asked the doctor to save his life. And then after uh, the doctor, you know, puts a uh, a rebreather mask, I think, on Jing, um, Durge just goes out because he wants to kill the Mandalorians himself. Um, Unfortunately. So that's
0: why he hates Mandalorians so much. Yeah, he
1: fucking hates them with a passion because they nearly killed his mentor. Uh, However, that scientist, um, turns out he orchestrated the entire thing. Because,
0: what
1: the fuck? <laughs> um, because he had a Sith artifact that he stole from the Mandalorians. Okay. And the the, the artifact, it's basically uh, what's identified as Palpatine's cane that he uses in Return of the Jedi.
0: Oh. Yeah, it's a that's uh, cool.
1: yeah, it's apparently a, a very rare, very powerful Sith artifact. Does, I don't know what it does exactly, but how it's there. the
0: hell did it get into his hands?
1: Uh, so he stole it from the Mandalorians. If the Mandalorians came after him. He used uh, Jeng and Durge as basically scapegoats. And his entire idea was, I'm going to start a war between the Sith and the Mandalorians.
0: Evil bastard. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think he lets Jang die of his wounds.
0: That is chaotic evil.
1: Yeah, because he was doing this entire monologue in front of him as he's probably slowly dying and everything. Wow. Yeah, um...
0: Chaotic evil as hell.
1: Chaotic evil as hell. And I do wish, um, so this entire, uh, this entire story that I just retold appears in an anthology comic series. Where it's like a random story in this time period. That's cool random. though. Yeah, it is pretty cool. The art style is really good. Um, I just wish they expanded more on Durge's story. Because it's very brief between him and his mentor. And we never explore their relationship more.
0: Yeah, it's always nice to see that.
1: Yeah, it is. But after that, um, Dirge is known as one of, as I mentioned before, one of the most powerful bounty hunters in the galaxy. And due to his Jindai physiology, um, he, as a Jindai, he lacks no vital organs. What? He has no central nervous system. It's just all muscle in there.
0: Even his brain or...
1: Um, he does have a neural network, kind of, f- f- what's a good comparison? Think of it like an octopus sort of thing. Like, he has no lungs, he has no heart, he has no spinal cord, any of that. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it just makes it really impossible to kill the bastard. And he could, sur- and as a Gendai, he could survive dismemberment and decapitations.
0: Just like Deadpool.
1: Yep, just like Deadpool. Um... And then, uh, on top of that, Dirge has heightened senses, with him being able to hear a heartbeat from up to 656 feet away.
0: Wow. So,
1: you can't even sneak up on the bastard.
0: Nope. Oh, fuck. I'm <laughs> glad I didn't <laughs> use first camouflage.
1: Yeah, and then, uh, and also, um, uh, he also has, uh... His perception, um, so you know how like most characters like Superman and the Flash can perceive things at a very slow level. Like I think the Flash can perceive up to the add a second or something. Yeah. Durge isn't quite that ridiculous, but by his perception, uh, Jedi, the supernatural speeds of Jedi Knights appear like it's slow motion to him. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he's also very, very quick, as he's able to speed blitz a bunch of Jedi Masters multiple times.
0: So that's why he was kicking our asses so fast.
1: Yeah, exactly. He is terrifying. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Nearly beat the shit out of Rjack. Yep. Well, Luckily,
0: um, no one was close to dying.
1: Very close. I think... Yeah, I remember Rjack had like half of his health taken away.
0: Yeah. By I only got kicked once, thank God.
1: <laughs> thank God for you. Anyway... Um on top of his physiology, his uh armor is the cybernetic piece of armor that the doctor gave him and everything. It basically heightened his own neural network it directly connected um his neural network to the uh, the, uh, the armors computers and everything, allowing him to make almost instantaneous movement like uh, we talked to earlier about uh aimbots that's basically what he's got okay. All he has to do is just look at somebody, just. Aim oh, at wow. Yeah, it's just. Nanosecond reaction. He's reactions. cheating. <laughs> you think?
0: Hex! I call Hex!
1: Hex! But, um, so, the reason why Dirge looks humanoid is because of his armor, mm-hmm. but if you damage his armor enough, he's just a huge mass of tentacles and everything, and.
0: They show that in the
1: the micro series the micro yeah. series, where he's just this huge mass of tentacles and everything, and it's just it's no longer limited by his armor. That's the only reason why he looks vaguely humanoid, okay. And then uh, on top of that, he has an arsenal of powerful weapons, such as a pair of blaster pistols, rifles. I think he has like a little minigun sort of thing. Oh, wow. Um, he also has a jetpack. And his most iconic weapons is his bolas, which he commonly uses as throwing weapons. And you probably, it's his most uh, used weapon, if I could uh, find it. There it is.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, it's just a uh, bola. that he throws and it electrocutes anybody that it makes contact with. Um, and then, let me see. And then his armor has machine gun gauntlets, which can fire flechettes, which oh, are basically wow. like little razor pistols sort of thing. Oof. And uh, he also has a wrist-mounted uh, flamethrower, a spiked flail, dark launchers, and energy shields, which, will, which allow him to block lightsaber strikes. Wow! So as you can tell, Dirge he's he's packing.
0: He's packing a lot.
1: He's packing a lot, and that one—that's one of the things. I'm that makes... so
0: glad we killed him when we had the chance.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely! Yeah. So back to his history, Dirge would fight on the side of the Sith during the New Sith Wars, mm-hmm. um, and had personally killed many Jedi, learning their techniques and becoming more efficient, killing them after each encounter. Oh, wow! Yeah, so, um... As Even you,
0: Jedi can't defeat him. That's a f- tough motherfucker.
1: Yeah, I mean, they probably could briefly kill him, but point is, he just comes, he just respawn times on them yep. and just kills them more efficiently. Yep. Yeah, he's a fucking cheater.
0: It's bullshit.
1: <laughs> Though, to avoid persecution by the Jedi, after the uh, Seven Battle of Ruusan, which basically, quote-unquote, led to the extinction of the Sith, mm-hmm. um... He would, uh, go continue hunting under different aliases and false names. So he, it's not a really relevant of what his other aliases is. It's just dirge all over the place. But, assumingly, he took up multiple titles in multiple different forms Probably. over the millennia. Because, with a dude that big, I don't think you're going to be able to hide from a Jedi that easily.
0: Nope.
1: Well, <laughs> anyway, um...
0: Maybe outlive a good handful of them.
1: I mean, that's fair, yeah. When you have a lifespan that <laughs> is superior to the HUDs, you could probably outlive a majority of your competition. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, though approximately 100 years before the blockade of Naboo, Durge's life would change drastically when he was hired to kill the current Mandalore at the time. Mm-hmm. And, well, Durge being Durge, he succeeded. Of course. Unfortunately, he got captured by the Mandalorians. And <laughs> who, for retaliation, for murdering their leader, tortured him to death. Oh. And obviously, they couldn't kill him. But, like, the point is, they can't kill him physically. They're trying to break his mind at this point. Yeah. And they tortured the, him past... You, like,
0: saw torture. Yeah.
1: Um, they tortured him, I quote, past the line of in- of sanity.
0: So that's why he's so unhinged.
1: Yeah, he's (laughs) real. Yeah, you can think of a Mandalorian as part of his unhinged motherfucker.
0: Fuck your ancestors, (laughs) (laughs) Arjak.
1: Though fortunately, he would escape his tortures one day, though he was so physically and so psychologically broken that he basically took a long nap.
0: (laughs) Just like, fuck this, I'm going to sleep. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> he just hit on a rock on a, some backwater planet or something, like, fuck you guys, I'm gonna take a nap, <laughs> and you better be there when I come back.
0: That's a hell of a self-care routine, just...
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, at one point, he was buried alive for over 60 years.
0: Good God. Yep. And of course, he survives.
1: Yep. Um, By the time he fully healed and reawakened, um, it was basically the star of a Clone Wars by then.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, and Durge was disappointed because he came back to the modern day of Star Wars and he saw most of the Mandalorians no longer existed. Most of them were pacifists, most of them were mercenaries, nothing like the glory days back Mm -hmm. when he was around. He was like, God damn it, I am so freaking mad. And then he was approached by this uh, lovely Serenal Count Dooku.
0: Oh, so, wow... Yeah. Just out of nowhere, hey, I'm Count Dooku.
1: Yeah, it, it. when I was doing research for it, it literally was all like, Dirge just came back. And then he was approached by Count Dooku to have him join his army and everything. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, after he found out that the, uh, the uh, Grand Army of the Republic was made up of uh, clones of the Mandalorian Jango Fett, he...
0: It triggered him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, because in his mind, even though he's not killing true Mandalorians, this is the closest equivalent he's got, and he accepted Dooku's offer.
0: So he knew about Jango Fett. Yep. God damn. Like,
1: one of his quotes was, (laughs) Jango Fett was lucky I was taking a nap.
0: (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, let me see. So, Durge... Joins the separatists because Yahoo get to kill clones of Mandalorians. Yahoo don't care about money as long as I kill clones of Mandalorians. He doesn't even
0: care about money?
1: No, pretty much.
0: Holy shit. Because
1: he, in his mind, he believes that killing Mandalorians, or at least clones of a Mandalorian, is the best kind of payment that he's got. Wow. Yeah, this guy is, uh, he's a piece of work. He's also kind of insane at this point.
0: But you think
1: <laughs> But interestingly enough, uh two months after the start of the Clone Wars, he would be tasked by Count Dooku to hunt down uh Jango Fett's protege, Boba Fett. Okay. And he would find himself on the planet the middle buttfug nowhere planet of Tatooine. Of course. Yeah. Um and he was approached by a job of a hood who want who basically wanted him. To kill this uh, crime lord and everything. And Dirge was like, okay, I mm-hmm. might as well do a side job while Typical I'm here. Typical side quest. Just do a little side quest. You know, of a normal D&D thing or any other <laughs> RPG games. He's like, okay, whatever. And he was just chilling in a cantina. And then a uh, young Boba Fett just comes in. He's like, I see you! I got you! My sides, motherfucker! <laughs> and he goes after uh, Boba Fett. And... Boba Fett barely survives the encounter. He's like, gotta give a fuck out of Dodge.
0: Just nope, 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 nope. Because I
1: think Boba Fett was like 14 at the
0: time. He's still a kid. Yeah, he's
1: still a kid. And he's wearing his dad's armor and everything.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's a get the fuck out of Dodge situation. Yeah.
1: And he just runs back to Java. And I think Dirge follows him to Java's palace. And Dirge was... Was, uh basically pissed off because Jabba the Hutt also tasked Boba Fett to hunt down the same target that he was after. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, Durge and Boba Fett kind of have this uh, huge confrontation in the presence of Jabba and everything. And mm-hmm. Jabba was like, settle down, you two. Settle down. <laughs> I'm...
0: Being the mediator.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's basically being the mediator because it this all happens in one of uh, a uh, Boba Fett novel. It, it takes place in the Legends timeline, by the way. Okay. Um... And Jabba, he, he's familiar with Jingle Fett's reputation and he found out about Boba Fett and he decided, okay, I'm going to give you a fair chance. Go ahead and go after the, uh, the crime lord that I tasked you to find. You, on the other hand, Dirge, I'm going to have you kill my, uh, uh, my, my pet spiders over there.
0: What?
1: <laughs> so, Java has these, uh, combat beasts called Combat Arachnids. They're these scary-looking motherfuckers.
0: I have arachnophobia,
1: do not. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't send you a picture. But they're basically the same size as the accolade from Geonosis and everything.
0: Oh, fuck no!
1: And Durge, being Dirge, he effortlessly kills two of these fucking things. And uh, Boba Fett just has a nice head start to go after the crime lord, and Dirge is just hot on his heels. <laughs> So, long story short...
0: Of course Jabba would pull that kind of trick.
1: Yeah. Um, long story short, Boba Fett gets the jump on the crime lord that he's after. Dirge just Kool-Aid man out of nowhere. And they have this epic fight and everything. A freeway fight. Um, and Boba Fett basically tricked Dirge into open firing on a uh, explosive on in, this, uh, in the crime lord's ship and everything. Uh-huh. And it caused an explosion so powerful, it basically destroyed the entire ship. With Durge in it,
0: oh shit!
1: Yeah, and um, he killed the crime lord, and he managed to get Durge out of a picture, and Boba Fett just went on his merry way and got his payment from java
0: Did he survive?
1: Yes, obviously, Durge survived. <laughs> I just like how uh, how much of a chump Boba Fett made him into.
0: <laughs> yeah, just like I kicked your ass, bitch
1: and Dirge was all like, "I'm, I was being nice, so shut the fuck up." <laughs> anyway, um, so apparently, I guess Dirge decided, eh, and and that's gonna.
0: at 14 years old. Yep, yep. Boba's a fucking badass.
1: <laughs> One of these days, when we talk about Boba Fett, um, <laughs> I remember there was put
0: it on the list. Put on. Take a list, fucking shot.
1: But I'll give you a uh, nice little teaser. Boba Fett actually fights Mace Window himself once. What? Yep. Wow. Yeah. When he was 15 at that point, by the way.
0: Stay tuned for that episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just a nice little teaser. Um, Boba Fett, you're probably going to get an episode in like two or three years. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's a little teaser for you guys. Anyway, so I don't know what happened. Dirge just decided to fuck out of there. Like, fuck going after Boba Fett. I got a a million other clones that I could kill instead. Yeah. Um, And... So, let me see. Uh, so, obviously, Dirge recovered from his injuries and continued to serve Count Dooku. One of his first missions was alongside his frequent partner, uh, Asajj Ventress. Like, if you okay. ever see uh, media of Dirge, he's usually paired up with Asajj Ventress. They're like uh, the dynamic duo.
0: That's cool. At yeah. least she gets along with somebody.
1: Yeah, at least. Um And... Both of them were testing a new bioweapon called Swamp Gas. Um, And they were using this weapon on one of uh, Naboo's moons called Amadon.
0: Geneva suggestions?
1: (laughs) And there was an entire colony of Gungas on there. And they are like, ooh, war crimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, total war crimes. (laughs) Yeah, and... The Clone Wars is full of Geneva suggestions. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. And they, you know, use the Swamp Gas... Instantly killed the uh, and colonists and everything. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same comic book series with Dark Horse and everything is uh, so, so good. So good. Um, but anyway, so after they saw the results, they're like, okay, cool. We're going to uh, analyze this more, analyze its effectiveness more, and then we're going to, you know, get a shipment of this swamp gas and unleash it on Naboo itself. Oh, God. And fortunately, though, there was a Republic strike team that was sent to investigate the Vagunga colonists because they haven't been saying anything. They're like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And this strike team consisted of Anakin, Obi-Wan, several Jedi, and several clone troopers. Okay. And this particular clone trooper, um, he goes by the name of Alpha-17. He's he's kind of a hard ass. Um, imagine, Sounds like it. Yeah. Imagine Captain Rex, but more ruthless.
0: Okay.
1: Like, a fun fact, Alpha-17 was originally what Captain Rex was going to be, but they decided to make him a new character altogether.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. Um, just to give you an idea of how hardcore Alpha-17 is, during the first invasion of Kamino, um, one of his first suggestions was to basically, uh, self-destruct the cloning facilities. So oh, have God. a separatist would he get them.
0: Just the nuclear option every yeah, fucking time? Yeah, nuclear option, just brrrt.
1: But Jesus. F- but fortunately, Shock T talked him out of it and everything. Thank
0: God she was there. <laughs> see, she's not fucking useless.
1: Yeah, but anyway. The clone
0: would have bombed the cloning facilities.
1: Oh, absolutely. He is he is as ruthless as ruthless can get.
0: Good god. Anyway,
1: so that aside, um, the strike team were sent and they were obviously shocked to see all these dead Gungans. Just affected by the swamp gas. And there are like a couple of droids that are just, you know, emotionally just, uh, you know, just Mm typing in information. And I think Anakin went out, you know, classic Anakin, slashed all the droids apart and everything. Um, And then Dirge made his first proper introduction. He basically snuck up on Obi-Wan, clobbered him in the face, and stomped (laughs) on his face a couple of times. Ow. Yeah, he was like... I'm back, bitches.
0: God damn. <laughs> yeah, Mar. You're uh, brutal.
1: Yeah, this is the quote that he says for his introduction. You know, it's been over a century since I killed a Jedi, and today I to get I get to kill four more of you. Add that to the Gungan's I already murdered, the hostages I'm going to kill later, and all of now, boo, who will die tomorrow? It's a damn good week.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah, this is the motherfucker that they're dealing with.
0: He's nuts.
1: He is absolutely nuts.
0: Oh my god. He
1: lives to just kill everybody in sight.
0: Oh god.
1: And then, you know, there's a little scuffle here and there. He's obviously curb stomping a majority of the Jedi. Um, <laughs> There's this one funny moment where Alpha-17 being the ruthless son of a bitch that he is. Um, he obviously knows, because the Jedi keeps stabbing him with their lightsabers multiple times with no mm-hmm. effect, by the way, mm-hmm. um, Alpha-17 just decided, okay, I'm gonna blind this motherfucker and shoot him in the eyes, and Durge's like, you motherfucking piece of shit. Well,
0: it makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, Alpha-17's so fun.
0: The eyes are a weak point. <laughs> and, Always go for the eyes. Yeah,
1: and then, um, you know, a little conversation, Durge- Got really tired of it, and he called in for reinforcements from Ventress. Mm-hmm. And I think this is also when Ventress made her introduction to, you know, Obi Wan and everybody. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. So, first introduction for both Dirge and Ventress. That's cool. Yeah, and then, you know, little kerfuffle here and there. Um, Ventress orders Dirge to basically load up the shuttles, full of the swamp gases, and everything to. Unleash on Naboo. Mm-hmm. However, Durge, by the time he got there, he found this meddlesome clone, Alpha 17, had already blown up the ships. And he decided, okay, if I'm not going to kill the Naboo, I might as well kill you. <laughs> and he just beat the living shit out of his clone. And then Anakin came in, uh, grabbed one of Durge's uh, bolas, and gave him a taste of his own medicine. Okay. And then Durge's like, fuck this shit, I'm out.
0: Nope.
1: Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so, obviously the operation is thwarted and everything. Um, There's still the matter of gas and everything. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, Obi-Wan was tasked with finding the antidote for the swamp gas, but he needed for the help of four other legendary Jedi Masters. If they're legendary in the fact that they're always exploring throughout the galaxy, like I don't think these guys were even summoned to participate in the Clone Wars, but since the swamp gas is that much of a danger to galactic society, they decided to bring in the big guns and everything. Wow. Like, uh, I'm just going to send you the pictures in order. Um, a lot of these characters, they literally appear just for this one comic series. But yeah, um, so I'll save them in order. Um, Fae, who is known as the most beautiful looking Jedi... Uh-huh. Uh John Antilles, Neko Def, and Noel Venari. In order? Yeah, in order. Okay. Yeah, Faye is the uh, the uh,
0: Space Elf. The space, space, space elf
1: Yeah. And John Antilles is the guy in the hood. Neko Def is the one with a beard and everything. Mm-hmm. And No Venari is the Biff. That's cool. Yeah. Um, all of them are these really legendary Jedi. They're like, uh, what's a good comparison I could think of, uh, like the legendary Sam- seven samurai or anything like that. Okay. And they were brought in and Obi-Wan leads them to this mission and they go to this lava world by the name of, uh, what was it? Uh, Kwaita-va. Think okay. of, uh, basically, uh, copy and paste most of our.
0: Okay, I was just like <laughs> why not just go to Mustafar?
1: Yeah, I know. it's uh It should have been Mustafar, but they decided, okay, lava planet, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this techno-union facility that, according to their intelligence, is where the uh, swamp gas was made and everything. Um, unfortunately for Obi-Wan and his Jedi comrades, Dirge and Asajj Ventress set up a trap for them. Of course. And uh, so there were a lot of uh, Coans, which are, uh, are uh, well, Tembor's race. Okay. Um, this will come into relevance later. But the team has snuck into the facility. And Dirge sprung the trap. He aimed his guns at one of the Skat opened Open fired. Because the Scat you gotta keep in mind, they have pressurized suits. And they are filled with methane.
0: Oh, right.
1: And they just exploded like a freaking dynamite. Oof. Just causing this huge chain reaction that... Made the facility just sink closer to the lava lake down below.
0: He's sadistic as fuck.
1: He is as uh, sadistic as they come. Jeez. And, <laughs> and Ventris just grabs the antidote for the swamp gas and runs the fuck out of there Well, Dirge takes care of the Jedi and everything. Kanaro um, Venari, the, uh, the boffin, she has this reputation as the fire breather. Because she can absorb fire and everything, but this lava, this, ex- this series of explosion was way too much for her. She was able to extinguish all of it, but at the cost of her own life.
0: Oh, God.
1: Yeah. And then afterwards, uh, like I said, adventures. Um, so Durge
0: just, You're here for a moment, then dead the next.
1: Yeah, dead. <laughs> and then uh, John Antilles, he decides to stay behind and fight Durge one-on-one. Okay. John Anselis just does the most stupid thing ever. He jumps on Durge's back, just riding him, and Durge's like, really? He grabs his ass, and he forces him into a lava lake.
0: Oh, God.
1: Just, you're gonna die. I'm gonna make sure you die, motherfucker. Wow. (laughs) Like... Yeah, you know those scenes where legendary,
0: the, my ass.
1: Yeah, um <laughs> you know those scenes from horror movies where somebody is drowning somebody in a sink or something like that. Yeah, that's basically that of lava,
0: and you're getting burned at the same time. Oh god!
1: And Dirge, um, he made sure to suffocate this Jedi in this lava pool that both of his hands just melted off. <laughs>
0: Don't worry, he's going to grow back.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's like, who gives a shit if it will grow back? Um, God. And then he goes after Obi-Wan and the remaining Jedi. Um, he gets caught up in the explosion. But long story short, the remaining Jedi, uh, the Fae Jedi, who's the most beautiful Jedi, mm-hmm. um, she uh, actually uh, incapacitated Ventress by, I think it's along the lines of uh, holding her soul into her own body and everything.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, she was basically um, keeping her mind at Rez because Faye, uh, she's one of those pacifist Jedi. She hasn't even used a lightsaber in a thousand years.
0: That's, I think, my ideal consular. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I yeah, like she that. She
1: is pretty cool. Uh, again, she only appears in this one comic series, but I think she's That
0: sounds pretty... so cool, though.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Dirge comes in uh, doing the classic Kool Aid Man thing, just oh, yeah. everything. And then uh, Faye. Um, wasn't able to contain Ventress's soul or whatever, and Ventress kills her. Oh. And uh, Obi Wan is the only survivor.
0: Jesus Christ! For legendary, they still get cut down. Yeah. Fuck.
1: And Obi Wan was just hanging off of a cliff, just barely holding on. And Ventress and Dirge were kind of tempted to kill Obi Wan, but the only reason they didn't was because Duku told them not to.
0: Oof.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. They assumed that uh that Obi-Wan will succumb to his injuries or whatever, but uh fortunately for Obi-Wan, have lived long enough to uh give a portion of her life essence to Obi-Wan, and he was able to get out of there with the antidote. That's good. Yeah. Um then after that, four months into the war, Dirge would be assigned to Okay, so we're going into the micro series, by the way. Okay. Um, Dirge would be assigned to the main banking clan world of Munalist, where he would oversee the protection of of you know of the banking clan from the Republic invasion and everything.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, Dirge was just kind of standing there in the command center in the background, mm-hmm. as as all the other uh, munes were just panicking because the Republic are at their doorstep, they're demolishing their city and everything. And the leader of a Bengi clan, Sand Hill, was just, he was just biting his nails in the situation and everything.
0: baby back bitch.
1: Yeah, and he was all, he like turns to Dirt, and he's like, I don't know why Count Dooku sends you here if you're not going to do anything. And Dirge just literally grabs him by the neck.
0: Oh, God.
1: And Sand San Hill was all like, <laughs> whatever, you're ready. I mean... <laughs> and Durge just marches <laughs> out of there. That's funny. Yeah, and then Dirge just marches out of there. And he has his own contingent of special battle droids. They're called Ig Lancer droids. They're, they basically are programmed to ride speeder bikes and they have, uh, you know, lances, you know, classical uh, cavalry. Okay. With, uh, I forget what it's called, jousting. That's what it's called. Yeah, jousting. And he leads his special unit of droids and they just... Do an entire blitzkrieg on the Republic armored division and everything. There's like at one point where he stabs an ATTE with his uh, spear and he lifts it up as it explodes. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dirge, he never says a friggin' word for, for uh, the entire thing. It's I just mean, terrifying. He,
0: he shows it without using his words.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's very terrifying.
1: And then. Uh, <laughs> As I'll point out multiple times in the future, I'm sure, uh, the micro series is kind of over the top. A lot of it doesn't make any sense, but it it exists because it's cool. Um, for whatever reason, Obi-Wan, just for whatever reason, has his own entire contingent of clones that also have spears and jousting units. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's uh, really weird, but still pretty cool at the same time. And they just have this jealousy match between uh Dirge and his droids and Obi-Wan and his clones.
0: The hell were these creators smoking?
1: Uh, the creator of Samurai Jack. What was he smoking? <laughs> but anyway, point is um they Dirge and Obi-Wan have this little jealousy match, and I believe the Dirge, um So Obi-Wan was wearing clone trooper armor at the time, okay. and Dirge just, just Why's that off of him and everything? And Obi-Wan's like, fuck this. I actually have a lightsaber. I'm going to use that instead. <laughs> and he just swipes away uh, Durge's bike and everything. Mm-hmm. But Durge being Durge, he just walks out of the flames. And Obi-Wan charges him. He grabs his spear bike. Mm-hmm. And he was preparing to use that motherfucking thing as a club against Obi-Wan. But obviously he's got a lightsaber, so it doesn't he really matter. just cuts right through it. And... There's this one moment where Obi-Wan just stabs Dirge once, and Dirge just stands there, and he just laughs his ass off, and proceeds to beat the shit out of Obi-Wan.
0: <laughs> well, that didn't work.
1: That didn't work. <laughs> it's like that fucking moment from uh, from a Metal Gear Rising where Raiden is just punching the shit out of Armstrong. He's just standing there, just... <laughs> And then, uh.
0: Not even that tickles or <laughs> anything, just standing there silent.
1: Yeah, and just laughing his ass off. Fortunately, though, um. So, Durge just unloads his entire arsenal onto Obi Wan, and either Obi Wan just uses the force to deflect them, mm-hmm. uses his lightsaber to cut them apart, and eventually, um, Obi Wan just slashes apart Durge, and he just leaves.
0: <laughs> He's like, fuck this.
1: And then, uh, unfortunately, Dirge uses his tentacles to reconfigure himself and everything. Okay. And, and <laughs> a couple of scenes later, they managed to capture the command facility of the Separatists and the Banking Clan. And they were discussing uh, terms of surrender with Sand Hill. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> Dirge, classic Dirge, he has his jetpack. He goes, fucking Kool-Aid man through the window. He's like, oh, yeah.
0: Oh, fucking course. (laughs) And it's so fucking funny. It's his M.O.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's also funny because, like, (laughs) not even a second after Dirge charged in there, every single clone in that room just open fired on his ass.
0: Well, no shit. like,
1: they did a complete Bonnie and Clyde against Dur, just er, just unload the clips, unload everything. Like it's literally, it literally lasts eight seconds. Oh God! Even a, uh, another clone trooper brings a missile launcher and fires it for good measure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Overkill? <laughs> Although, well, in Dirge's comes, case, <laughs> you need that much. To
1: Dirge, there's no kill I go overkill.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> so fucking funny. I like how the clones in the micro-series don't even react. They just brrr everything in sight. <laughs> just
0: mow him down.
1: <laughs> and obviously, did nothing to Dirge except uh, breaking more of his armor apart. And he just...
0: God oh, damn. He
1: just grew bigger. And he decided to... <laughs> pile drives several clone troopers here and there trying to kill Obi-Wan smashing a computer console mm. and then he suffocates Obi-Wan in his massive tentacles inside of his body
0: oh god um
1: he goes to kill a couple of clone troopers but then Obi-Wan just uses a force repulse to, to send a dirge all over the place
0: tear him apart
1: yep tear him apart the good old shock wave that's cool um, even though Obi-Wan uh so in that uh, that uh, micro series, he picks up the Mask of Dirge. Mm-hmm. And it's very obvious that he's gonna come back because his tentacles just reap away and everything. Um and then after that, um let me see if I could uh God damn it, I went a little bit far in my notes. Okay, so point is a couple months later, um Dirge would be tasked by Count Dooku along with Ventress to go to his uh, space station because Dooku told him there's an intruder over there and they need to go take him out. Mm-hmm. Um, So both Ventris and Durge, they just see this giant space station and they're like, there's no fucking way we're going to be able to uh, find him if we stay together. This, whoever the fuck this guy is, mm-hmm. we're going to split up. And ferry him into one section of the facility, That's
0: basically. a good strategy. Yeah, it's
1: a pretty good strategy. And this one facility is basically a museum piece where Dooku keeps all of his artifacts and bullshit. Um, of
0: course he does.
1: Little does he do either Ventress or Dirge realize, this was a test by Count Dooku. Okay. To see who would come up as the supreme commander of a droid army.
0: Oh, this is when they <laughs> fight Grievous. Yep,
1: this is where they fight Grievous. Um, and Dirge. They was... both get
0: fucking curbs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so first off, Dirge.
0: Check um, the Grievous episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so fucking good. Um, so Dirge was kind of talking to Avengers like, "Hey, um, whoever fuck this guy is, maybe Dooku should have sent his droids or whatever. Um, I don't see any reason for this." And as he's in the middle of saying, "It's in it." This is a waste of time. He just um, gets ambushed by Grievous, who yeets him across the room.
0: Oh, God.
1: And then Ventress was all like, hey, did you see him? And Durge was like, no, he moved way too fast. And Ventress... So he's
0: faster than Durge. Yep. Holy fuck.
1: Just like, Yeah, it, it puts you in a better perspective how terrifying Grievous is.
0: Oh, dear God.
1: Yeah. Um, Ventress tries to find Grievous. She uh, gets on top of, uh, you know, a, a whale bone or whatever okay. to get a better vantage point. Uh, Grievous just kicks her off of the whale bones and everything. Dirge manages to catch her in midair and they decided to team up together to fight this unknown intruder. Mm-hmm. And both of them landed pretty good hits on Grievous. Okay. Like, uh, Ventris shredded his cape apart with his, with her lightsabers. Uh, uh, dirge managed to use one of his bolas on grievous Mm -hmm. and then he just ran up and does a good old sucker punch to grievous right in the face that sends him across the room and into several statues
0: so basically an anime fight scene
1: pretty much and then both of them were charging up to grievous and grievous decided you know what fuck this and he takes out two of his lightsabers stabs the dirge twice and then decapitates him. Oh, God. And that...
0: It doesn't affect him?
1: It doesn't affect him. But for all intents and purposes, he's incapacitated. hmm And then after that... Because
0: it, it takes a while to regrow a head.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um he defeats Ventress, that thing... Um comes back to Dooku carrying uh, Ventress on his shoulder like she's a child and dragging Dirge <laughs> with his other hand. He's all like, hey, Dooku, you want me to send these motherfuckers into a vacuum of space? And God. and Dooku's like, no, 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 they survived worse. Plus, they're very loyal, so I need them.
0: He's like, I need them, don't.
1: <laughs> and yeah, um, that is uh, how Grievous became a supreme commander.
0: Oh damn.
1: Yeah, um, Kind of an interesting point of a, of a confederacy. How terrifying would it be if Durge t- came out as a supreme commander?
0: Oh, the, the galaxy would be fucked. Oh
1: yeah, it would be absolutely fucked. But it would probably not be a great military structure considering how insane Dirge is.
0: Yeah, he would be the one to commit all the war crimes.
1: Commit all the war crimes or blow up an entire city like a Joker did in Injustice. Oh Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so after that little kerfuffle. Um, At least
0: Grievous has a, like, knows about or
1: Yeah, he's a pretty good strategist. He's not a mass murderer who just kills random civilians here and there. Yeah. I mean, he does, but he does it strategically. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, continuing on. Uh, six months into the Clone Wars. All right, I already right, talked about that story. Um, it's, So I mentioned this briefly in the Plo Koon episode. Um, Dirge would ins- insinuate a riot on this ocean planet in the hopes of drawing in Jedi because, you know, he loves killing some Jedi, you mm-hmm. know, that sort of thing. Um, fortunately for him, uh, both Kit Fistel and Plo Koon arrived at this facility to quell the, the riots and everything. Okay. And um, I'll probably use... Do I have a picture of this? Uh, point is, um, Dirge. Is handling both of them quite well, mm-hmm. very, very well, as you'll see. There we go,
0: that's terrifying. Neither am I.
1: Yep, yep, he's just curb stomping both of those Jedi. Though, unfortunately for Durge, um, he was interrupted by a prisoner who uh has two heads. I don't have a picture of him currently, okay. Um, but point is, um, just be- because of his prisoner intervening, uh, both Plo Koon and Kid Fisto managed to get out of his grasp. And they decided, fuck this, we're going to collapse the entire facility on top of your ass. Great idea. And then Durr's like,
0: no! <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like a reoccurring. like, not again! <laughs> Instead of fucking blasting off, he's all like, I'm being buried again! <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the only solution to him incapacitate that motherfucker. <laughs>
1: pretty much. Yeah, you're not going to be Or blow able-
0: his fucking head off.
1: Pretty much. Just like Grievous and Arjax did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Anyway, um, so that aside, um, so we go into the semi-climatic finale for Dirge. Okay. So near the end of a Clone Wars, which is, I believe, in this particular story, it's like a month or two before the, the Revenge of the Sith and everything. Okay. So this is like uh, so near, before
0: the galaxy goes to shit.
1: Yeah, before the galaxy goes to shit. Um, so at this point in the uh, comic series by Dark Horse. Obi-Wan is basically obsessed over finding Ventress and redeeming her to the light side and everything. Okay. So, kind of a little bit of a context. He kind of found out about Ventress's origins as a uh, former Padawan to his Jedi master, and Obi-Wan's like, oh, she uh, is misguided. She's not quite consumed by the dark side. She's a dark Jedi, blah, 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 blah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, And Obi-Wan just has this... L- I wouldn't say obsession. He probably has good intentions, but it could be seen as obsession because he just goes across multiple planets, uh, interrogating separatists, crime Lords, that sort of thing. And he came across this
0: aggressive negotiations,
1: aggressive negotiations, of course. Um, (laughs) so he goes to this black son, Vigo, um, it's this guy by the name of Zish. He's not really relevant except for this little brief moment. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a nice little duel where the has a vibral whip and everything. Huh? And Obi-Wan manages to beat him into submission.
0: God damn. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, Obi-Wan was really desperate in this. Yeah. and I see why. And Zish was all like, okay, let's talk over a nice cup of tea and everything. Um, so... Zish, he's an ally of Dooku and everything, and he has Dooku, okay, you know, he's uh, uh, divulging information of what's going on with Mm Obi-Wan, because Obi-Wan's idea is that he has connections with Dooku, and therefore Dooku's assassins and everything. Uh And Zish requested Dooku to send one of his assassins to kill Zish's competitor, basically. Okay. And... The, the idea is that this assassin is probably Ventress. And he gives them the coordinates of where the competitor would be and everything. And Here's Obi- my
0: guess. It's not Ventress. No,
1: that should have been very <laughs> obvious. Um, so Obi-Wan, along with Anakin, go to this system called the Kepharic system. It's not really relevant anywhere else. It's just this one story and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they find the uh, the ship that the competitor was a captain of. And they already find a crowing with battle droids and everything. Okay. And they make it into the hangar and onto the bridge where basically everybody's just dead. Obvious massacre and
0: everything. Oh, God.
1: And Anakin it's was... Sturge's all- <laughs>
0: <handy work. laughs>
1: And Anakin was all like, huh, what's the uh, captain holding there? And, you know, he's just kind of investigating. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan's like, oh, no, it's a trap.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: And he just force-pushed Anakin away from the body Um, and that... uh. That dead body was cleverly holding a hidden thermal detonator. Obviously placed there by Dirge. Yeah. And explosion happens. Dirge comes out. And there's this little line where he's all like, um, he just looks at Obi-Wan. Punches him in the gut and yeets him across the room. And he's all like, I am so fucking tired of ambushing you, Kenobi. (laughs) And Obi-Wan replies, so am I.
0: Yeah, I would be too.
1: And they just have this little kerfuffle in the ship and everything. Mm. And Anakin decides, fuck this. And he uses the force to uh, get several um, debris and everything Mm -hmm. to basically impale dirge with. Okay. Didn't put him down for good. No. And he was just so pissed off. And he says this very metal quote, which I will read. You think that was going to stop me? I was once buried alive for 60 years. If that didn't kill me, if the Sith and the Mandalorians and the blood boilers of Kregis couldn't kill me, then you will not kill me.
0: Yeah, that is pretty metal.
1: Yeah. Um. He charges Anakin, who slices off one of his hands, and Obi-Wan just electrocutes him with exposed wires. Mm-hmm. And Dirge that was
0: probably works because most of his body is metal.
1: Yeah, very true. And Dirge decided, okay, fuck this. And he takes out a uh, a uh, trigger mm-hmm. and he activates the explosives that he put around the entire ship.
0: Oh god. He's all
1: like, if if I'm if you are gonna defeat me again, then I'm gonna take you motherfuckers down with me.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And he has this epic duel with Anakin while Obi-Wan goes around to see if he can find any evidence of Savage Ventress and
0: everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's, he just beats the ever-living shit out of Anakin. He even stabs him a couple of times oh with his tantros God. and just yeets him across the ship. And eventually he yeets him so hard, he... Anakin goes Kool-Aid man through the wall of and he course. sees a bunch of active explosives in front of him.
0: That's funny, just oh shit.
1: And then Anakin was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna use the force. Yeet them at Dirge. And and Dirge's like, oh fuck. And he gets exploded into oblivion. That did not kill him though.
0: Not surprising.
1: However, um, the explosion was so intense it burned out his vocal cords, and he was just a blabbering mess. Wow. And um, he was just mindlessly charging at Anakin while screaming out of the top of his lungs. And Anakin decided to use this mindless dirge, and he influenced him through the force to going into a escape pod, and then yeeted the escape pod into a nearby sun. <laughs> finally killing the motherfucker.
0: That wow. <laughs> That's a pretty climactic way for him to die.
1: However. That is not the end of Dirge, it seems. What? <laughs> you know that, uh, that thing I did with Vitiate where it's like, this is the end of Vitiate. Or is it? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's kind of the same with Dirge. Um, so, I think I, I uh, mentioned this game a couple of times. There's this old uh, MMORPG called Star Wars Galaxies. Think of Swator, but before Swator.
0: It's called Star Wars Galaxy's Legends now yep. that it's been relaunched.
1: Yeah. Oh. Fan
0: community, by the way, support it.
1: Oh, I did not know about. I'll have to check it out sometime.
0: Found out by uh, Mitch Mannix on his channel.
1: Very cool. Um, but anyway, point is, um, so it takes place like one year after New Hope and everything. Okay. Um. And there's (laughs) so I mentioned uh, in the Grievous episode, there's NK Necrosis, who is a uh, AI put into Grievous's old cybernetic body and everything, an extension on that. They kinda did the same thing with Dirge. What? Let me explain. Um there were Oh,
0: he has no brain.
1: (laughs) A group of Imperial scientists would be assembled to repair a quote unquote heavily injured being.
0: Heavily... So he didn't die.
1: It it appears to be.
0: Even a (laughs) son?
1: Yeah. What the fuck? Anyway, um... So... Scientists... Um... They were completely in the dark of what this life form is. Mm. For all we know, it could have been a random human that had regenerative abilities. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. But, um... Well, one scientist was amazed with how fast it was able to recover once they placed together some of its vital organs and limbs. Which makes me think it's not Dirge, because Jendai don't have organs.
0: Yeah, there's a continuity error there.
1: Yeah. Um, this specimen, the reason why I added it in the uh, Dirge's story, is because it is called Project Dirge.
0: Okay, so it's named after him. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Um, But they were unable to restore it to its original appearance. Both the scientists did provide the specimen with a suit of heavy battle armor. Obviously, um, Project Dirge would soon escape.
0: Of course. With
1: the help of a uh, criminal organization. And yeah, just like the original Dirge, underwent a, a, a life of a bounty hunter and everything. hmm And then, uh, you know, it's kind of like a side mission. I believe it's on Naboo, where... Boba Fett basically, you know, tasks a player character with hunting down this mysterious bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. They find Dirge, gun him down, and go back to Boba Fett. Um, and Boba Fett basically says uh, he's not convinced that he's seen the last of Dirge.
0: Well, duh.
1: But anyway, yeah, I'll uh, share a picture of what this Project Dirge fella looks like. There he is.
0: Doesn't even look like Dirge.
1: I know. It's just so weird, but I I had to include it because
0: that's very weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I think Irk would share with you how weird the Star Wars Galaxies is right now.
0: I've I've seen a bit of it from Mitch Manix's video, but I'm tempted to try it out for myself.
1: Yeah, me too. It, I mean, it's probably a little bit outdated, but I wouldn't mind trying it out.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind either. They <laughs> said he said it's a lot of grinding, but I've done it before. I have almost. I have over 300 hours dedicated to Swator. This is
1: why I call you the uh, Swator nerd.
0: It's obvious that I am fine with grinding.
1: Yep. Very fine. Um, however, Dirge actually does appear in canon. He does? Yeah. Um, he appeared in a, uh, he appeared in an issue of the Dr. Afra comics. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the character.
0: I have heard of him. Okay. You've mentioned it before.
1: Yeah. Um, it was back in 2020, I believe, when he was introduced. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, it's mentioned that he's part of the Separatists. I'm not sure if his story lines up with the Legends version of Dirge and everything, but we know for sure he used to work for the Separatists. Okay. And then, uh, so he makes his appearance four to five years after uh, New Hope and everything. Okay. So he's in the Imperial era right now. Yep. Um. So Dirge kind of makes his appearance... In the Dr. Afra comics. And he's just kind of on his job um, to pick this entrepreneur who's infamous for drug trafficking and weapon smuggling and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he finds the the dude's derelict ship. It's this, uh, where is it? It's his uh, luxury yacht called the Upple Empress, which is pretty cool. Okay. And then on the ship, he encountered the title character, Dr. Afra. Who was on the ship with her own agenda and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's that, uh, I believe it's that uh, same picture that I showed you of Dirge when we did the Grievous episode. Um, there he is. He is a chonky boy.
0: Very chonky boy.
1: He is a very chonky boy. Anyway, so.
0: Just that weapon is enough to make you shit your pants. Oh,
1: absolutely. And he just one hands that bitch. <laughs> and then, anyway, um, so he and Afra are kind of in this disagreement because they were after the same target, but the target is dead, okay. and dirge assumed that she killed him, but it was this uh, parasitic creature called the Kalmites. Okay. Um. Yeah, the classic, uh, rich people mentality. The the Kal-mites are basically a parasitic race mm-hmm. that uh, you know, um, infect infect people via the mouth and everything. Ew, like slither. Yeah, just like slither. Um fortunately, um Good or movie, unf- by the way. <laughs> fortunately or unfortunately, um they are very soft under their carapace and are edible. Oh. They were originally extinct, but for some reason they still existed for the higher echelons of society.
0: What that sounds <laughs> like death. No. <laughs>
1: yeah I know classic rich people mentality
0: yeah very classic rich people mentality
1: anyway so an entire swarm it's just like of...
0: monkey brains yeah <laughs> except you don't get basically possessed
1: yeah um point is dirge and afra are forced to team up to take care of a swarm and everything and the idea is okay um the swarm is is vulnerable to atmospheric pressures okay they need to lure them into a nearby airlock and dirge being the unstoppable motherfucker that he is decides to be bait for the swarm.
0: They're working together. Yeah. Wow.
1: And I'm uh, surprised
0: he can do that.
1: Yep. Exactly. Um, unfortunately, though. Uh, so Dirge kind of uh, lures the swarm into the airlock, but before he could get out of there, Doctor Afra just closes the airlock and injects of both course. the swarm and Dirge into space.
0: <laughs> just fuck you. No. <laughs>
1: But Dr. Aphra knows, obviously, uh, Durge is still alive.
0: That's not enough to defeat his ass.
1: Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's the uh, introduction to Durge and Canon. so... That's
0: pretty cool. I'm
1: kind of optimistic that we'll see more of him, I hope so.
0: Yeah, that sounds like he'd be a good recurring character.
1: Yeah, he would... You know what would be fucking hilarious? is if he encountered, uh, if... Okay, just in th- it's my own headcanon that most events are canon with uh, legends and canon timeline. Like, I like to think that Anakin did yeet <laughs> Durge into the sun, and then Durge comes back and Darth Vader encounters him. He's like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be really funny.
1: Yeah, it would be. But that aside, um, that is a story of Durge.
0: I learned a lot. That you did. I really didn't think that Durge was going to have that much significance. But that's cool.
1: Yeah. um, I am not. I know a lot of people are fans of Dirge. I understand that. He's kind of a cool character. His design is cool. His uh, powers are cool. Me personally though. He's not that interesting of a character. Fair enough. Like. uh, I don't
0: find him that interesting either.
1: Yeah. He's just a uh, blunt instrument. He has. He has the, the same appeal as Jason Voorhees.
0: Yeah, I can he, see that. He's just
1: an unstoppable force of nature. He has no deep motivation. He has no goal or want except to kill everything.
0: Yeah, he's just a, not that good of a villain.
1: Yeah, he, he just gets and his And this ass. is coming
0: from someone who likes villains. Yeah. Just um, if they're well-written. This is not a well-written, well-written villain.
1: Yeah, um... You're probably not going to hear me say this any other time, but I prefer Vitiate over Dirge. I got a fucking pitch right like <laughs> <seven. laughs>
0: Yes! Small victory for me! Holy shit! Because
1: on the bright side, even though Vitiate is your classical big bad guy...
0: Big bad evil guy, yes.
1: His motivation actually... Had some weight to it. Like, you know, he wanted to ascend godhood and become immortal and be the only being in the galaxy and everything. It's not particularly interesting, but he has a... He at least has a motivation. Dirge, he just wants to kill everybody.
0: He's doing it for the Lols.
1: He's hes doing it for the Lols. Like, I mean, that could work for certain villains if you do it correctly. Like, I mean, the Joker, he's a very popular villain. Yeah. Like, his, he doesn't, okay, he, do, some people say he has a deep motivation, he's the embodiment of chaos, that sort of thing. The only reason it works is because he is the stark contrast to Batman, who embodies order. Yep. Yeah, I think. But there
0: is no balance to Dirge.
1: Yeah, he's just all over the place.
0: Yeah, it just, it's not good, and you can never kill him.
1: Yeah. Like, um...
0: There's gonna be a time where he's just overused and you're wishing that he would be dead.
1: Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. I mean, like, there is some potential to his character, like his relationship with his mentor, Jing, and all of that stuff, and that's interesting. Um, That's pretty much the only legitimately interesting part about Dirge, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, uh... Yeah, um... I mean, he's, he's still cool. He's a classical good guy that you want the heroes to fear and run away from. He's not particularly interesting as a sympathetic villain, if I'm going to be completely honest. He's
0: not a sympathetic villain at like, all. Like, if
1: you look at his compatriots, like Dooku, Ventress, Grievous, sure They've evil.
0: had shit happen to them.
1: Yeah, Grievous, he's fucked up because he, uh, he... Yeah, lost he nearly died. Because he nearly died. He lost everything that he loved. He... Nearly saw his people succumb to famine and everything, and he was reconverted as a tool of a separatist and everything. Dooku, he is sympathetic because he legitimately wants to bring a good change to the galaxy, but it was just warped by Sidious.
0: Very warped.
1: And then Ventress... Uh,
0: Dark Ms- Jedi. Yeah,
1: Dark Jedi, misguided... uh, <laughs> Yeah, all... Oh,
0: She's everybody has own backstory. Yeah,
1: everybody else is much more interesting compared to Dirge.
0: Yeah, Dirge is just very bland. Yeah. I mean,
1: like, Dirge, if I'm...
0: Is he, he, Dirge is English food. <laughs> That's like, how bland he is. Like,
1: he's fucking crumpets and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we're comparing... No, no
0: flavor to him. It's just it's bland as shit.
1: Yeah, I can't believe we're comparing Dirge to crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like uh, a lot of people say, Durge is superior to Cad Bane. Like I get that, but in terms of backstory and personality, I prefer Cad Bane.
0: Yeah, Cad Bane is better, at least, and Cad Bane's more badass. Yeah, he's like, and he has a bit of a moral code.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. Um, a lot of bounty hunter characters I prefer over Durge. Now, in comparison to fucking Snoke, I'd go for Durge any day. <laughs> but yeah, um. Durge, take
0: a shot. Yeah, we, take a we shot. We should do an episode on smoke. Smoke, <laughs> <Snoke. laughs> not smoke from smoke from Mortal Kombat.
1: Oh, uh, poor smoke. I miss him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Durge, <laughs> he's fun. Obviously, um, he was fun to use in our campaign. Mm-hmm. But other than that, don't expect much from him. Thank God. He has. Uh, <laughs> he's your classical uh slasher movie villain. That's the kindest thing I could say about him. Yeah. But yeah, um very annoying. Yeah, very annoying. But yeah, so that's our episode of Can mayonnaise Kill a Jedi? Or in this case, how many times can Dirge come back from the dead?
0: We don't know at this point.
1: (laughs) But yeah, um any closing statements, Hannah?
0: Not really. That was it was an okay episode.
1: Yeah. Um, okay.
0: What are we talking about next?
1: So, I'm going with another Patreon suggestion.
0: Awesome. And,
1: uh, we'll do it a little bit light, lighter episode than compared to Dirge and everything. We will be diving into the lore behind Force Ghosts.
0: Nice! Yeah. This is going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, Force goes. Um, That's going to be a nice little topic to go into. I yeah, think that's it'll gonna be, be good. Yeah, it will be a... Uh, I foresee it being a relatively short episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to solidify my answer on that, but we'll see in the future.
0: Yeah, we'll see. In but, a week.
1: Yeah, and then uh, no um, D&D... Tonight we will be having it tomorrow, and hopefully I could edit it in time for all of you guys to listen to and everything. And that legendary encounter with Dirge.
0: Yeah, you guys gotta hear it. It's we're we're just lucky we survived. <laughs> That's all I'll say. It's yeah. a it's it's a fun time.
1: It is a fun time. So I...
0: please tune in for it.
1: Yeah. Um, and anyway, this is the way. May the force be with you. Adios. Adios.